Hey, hold on. Are you going to pop that bottle? Yes. Because I just read that nine people a year die from doing that. I know what I'm doing. Well, don't point it towards me. You do it right. You don't let the thing go in everywhere. Why? You, ho- you hold don't on waste, to don't it. Don't waste. Don't waste. Hey, you're supposed to let it fly and kill somebody. No, that's the whole point. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you, You're supposed to hold on to it so it doesn't go anywhere. Hmm. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Cheers. What was at the bottom there? (laughs) It was pucker, apple pucker, and raspberry vodka. Oh, man. That raspberry vodka at the end felt really strong. Yeah. Happy birthday, Nicole. Cheers. Welcome to Talk Murder Me. We are on Google Earth right now. And can we can we tell them that you're finally doing the story that I have requ- been requesting for the last four years? No, no one's no one knows what this story is. So let's just I mean, yeah, you can. But I mean, there's people in here that don't know what we're doing. That's fine. That's and, all I'm going to say. She's excited because you're finally doing something she's been. This asking is my for. Bir- this is part of my birthday present. Oh, no, we're not. We're not doing that one. Oh, you <laughs> son of a beast. Me what? <laughs> <laughs> Me what? Wait, so do I get a story on my birthday? Gent. Let's not press our luck here, Jen. I'm married got, got, to him. I got to tell a story on my birthday last time. Maybe if you show up on time. <gasps> oh! Uh, I, I, you, know, was not, you know what? Today was not a regularly scheduled programming day. And you also said, so, don't worry about the time. Just get here when you get here. And also, I go. was getting your wife's birthday gift because I did. Yeah, my wife has is a woman. Whatever, Jen. I don't have to put up with your shit. But you do because you love me. Tonight, we're going here and I'm on Google Earth now. I'll put all these photos on talkmer.com. This is where we're going to tonight. What is this, Nikwiz? What does it look like? This looks like California A. This is California. Beverly Hills. It looked like a mansion. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the 10. That's the what? Oh, the, I 10. The 10. They call it like the, that's what the, they always say over in California. They put the in front of the highway. Mm. Instead so of being like a, hop on 95, they'd be like hop on the 95. So this is 1700 Grandview Drive in Alba something. Turkey? No, not. No, it's like Alabama. Al- Abla- Alabama? Alhambra. Al- Alhambra. Is that right? Alhambra? Alhambra. It's like it looks like a red roof inn. This house has 33 rooms and a sex dungeon, which doesn't count as a room. Literally, there's a sex Are you like making a joke? All rich people have sex dungeons. <laughs> we talked about this. They're not called sex dungeons anymore. They're called sex rooms. rooms. There's even a show on Netflix about it, I, How to Build a Sex Room. I didn't watch the show, but I saw that there was a show. I watched and I was a couple like, episodes. Of course, of course, this is a thing. I did watch a couple of because episodes. Just because a couple of people read 50 fucking shades of gray, now everybody's no, weird. It's called, it's called 50 Shades of Rape. <laughs> <laughs> I think that she was, was in a Bill Burr comedy sketch. <laughs> Shades of rape. I mean, fucking accurate. <laughs> like. I went to see it with my mom. Oh, that's a no, weird one to not. see with your mom. The first one. You did yeah. not. Yes, I did. We it went on, was that was on Valentine's weird. Day. It's better than going to see it with my father. I mean, slightly, <laughs> but not much better. I mean, I don't know. Okay, for you, much better. But uh, Jack was chill. Jesus Christ. I, I will say one time I saw that my mom had the book, Fifty Shades of Grey, and I was like, oh, oh no, mom. My it's mom- okay if I read 
this as a 20 year old. It's not okay if you read this. My as mom a read all three of them. My mom read all three of them. In fact, it was the first year that I was working at my second job that was actually my primary job. And did she like buy them there? She was like, Do you have these books? And I was like, <laughs> Can I get them at discount? Why is this one? The page is stuck together. Tonight, we're going to February 3rd, 2003, 1700 South Grandview in Alhambra, California. This is a mansion, but it's not in Beverly Hills or anything, because while this is a celebrity, he's kind of washed out. Mm. 1700 South Grandview, February 3rd, 2003. I'm actually starting the story with the, the driver, the chauffeur for a famous celebrity who lived in this house. Now, I'll tell you the, the whole night here. We're going to go through bar to bar to bar because this guy loves partying and drinking and the chauffeur drives him and some other women all across town. The best Hollywood spots you can you can think of. And we'll actually go to all of them on the Google Earth if you want. But after that, I'm starting this story here at 4.55 a.m. The chauffeur, his name is Adriano de Sousa. He is Adriano a... Adriano de Sousa? Adriano de Sousa. Jen, you know this story? No, but I, but I live in re- Portuguese nation back home. So this guy is a highly competent ex-military officer but he's now a chauffeur. But he drives this famous celebrity around and he makes good money. He is sitting in in his limousine at the house because that's what he does. He's paid for a, you know, for, for the whole night even if the celebrity goes to bed or whatever. Whatever. You know, he's paid a certain amount of time. He's got to stay there. So he is just sitting in his car, sitting in the chauffeur limousine and it is 4.55 a.m. and he hears a loud bang. Bang! 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 Bang, bang. Someone's getting bang. Boom. Chaboom. Kaboom. Pow. <laughs> Zap. <laughs> Zap. He hears this loud bang, bow, and he actually said first that it was a quote boom, but it was actually a gunshot. He hears this gunshot. It came from inside the house. Now this man is since he's ex-military, he knows exactly what happened. He knows a gun was discharged and it came from inside the residence. However, fearing for his own safety, he opens his door and stands by his car, looking around, kind of securing the area, making sure that you know someone's not running with a gun. or or whatever and he is just leaning on the car and he does that for five minutes then when he starts to walk towards the door to check on the celebrity that he's been driving around that celebrity comes out of the house and he is in his his nightgown and he has a pistol in his hand now if you guys don't know the celebrity that this man was driving around all night was who Nicole this is your story (laughs) Phil Spector (laughs) and we are covering this case because can I say I know why. So he's a music producer. This is all like I've only asked you to do this case because as a child growing up, my my dad had like the six disc CD changer. You know those? And it was a very special Christmas, a very special Christmas two, a very Mm -hmm. special Christmas Mm -hmm, three. mm -hmm. This album, Mm -hmm. I'm giving you the exact effing order of these. Um, This album, which I think it was uh, my Christmas. Yeah. Like my Christmas to you maybe was the name. It. The one with the blue album with the runettes on the front? White. And it was like white cover, um, but it had like the runettes, the crystals, Darlene Love, Bobby Socks, and the blue jeans. And it was like a red and green text, I remember. Um, and then it also, the the other last two, it was the Beach Boys Christmas album. And the last one was, uh, it Dr. was like, Demento. no, it was like a rock and roll Christmas album. And it had like Elton John's Step into Christmas. 
that had like a whole bunch of others. It was very a, a rock and roll Christmas theme for the most part. So the this album is one that I had listened to. Like it is ingrained in my memory. And it's when I want to listen to Christmas music it is one of the first albums I will put on. Darlene Love is the original Queen of Christmas, mm. Mariah. Um, and so when I heard that he had murdered someone Whoa. and was in He's jail. Jumping to conclusions. But this is all I know. I was like, how can we not cover this case so I can learn more about this? I mean, he could because, be a great guy. So at the very the very last song on the album, he speaks and he it's silent night, whatever. And he like talks and like, thanks everybody for listening to this album, blah, 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 blah. So it's like normally in whoever produces an album, I don't know who the F they are, but I remember like his his name is on the album and he was had a speaking role in the last song of that album. If you don't know who this clown is, this is the clown right here we're talking about tonight. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> It's like that time that I accidentally <laughs> was trying to change a, a, a faceplate on the light like, switch. I just don't know why he thought that looked good. It looks terrible. It, he looks like a fucking idiot. <laughs> he looks like a child was drawing a picture and was said, give me curly hair. And he like drew curly hair. Perm. Like This chauffeur, he hears this loud bang and the door opens up five minutes later. So this is 5 a.m. Now, everything I'm going to tell you, these little details are important as you'll see why, especially what the chauffeur says and what he hears Phil Spector say is it is incredibly important the door opens up the back door Phil Spector is standing there and and we're going to go over who this guy is and like his whole thing so don't worry about that just know that he's a music genius I guess from what people think he is standing there in his nightgown he has a gun in his hand that gun is bloody there is blood on his hands Mm. this is the testimony from the chauffeur Phil Spector says out loud to the chauffeur the following exact quote I think I killed somebody end quote the reason it's so important the wordage and stuff there is because that is going to be heavily debated about what was actually said as I told you before the chauffeur is a Brazilian immigrant so that's gonna kind of muddy the waters anyway it is now 5 a.m. he opens the door blood on his hand now the the chauffeur can actually look past Phil Spectre and see a, a woman's body laying there and he he only saw the legs of this woman most likely it was the woman that he took home with Phil Spectre that night which we're going to talk about but that's all he saw and the blood on Phil's hands he says quote I think I killed somebody so I was trying to find a good book I, d- I did not care about this guy's biography I didn't want to get bogged down in this dude's biography but I did find a really good book about the murder specifically and it's actually told by the the forensic Files. pathologist. This is what Nicole's reading from here. The book is called Shocking Cases from Dr. Henry Lee's Forensic Files. The Phil Spector case. So this book right here, this man, Dr. Henry Lee, was the one who examined this dead woman. So these are his words. Now, Nicole's going to be reading his words and some of the police report and stuff like that. R. Souza saw that there was blood on the left side of the victim's face and ran back to the vehicle. R. Souza drove down the driveway and out the front gates and dialed 911 on his cell phone. So the R in it's R dash Souza that stands for the R stands for reporting party. So that's how they would write it up. 
are the reporting party. Ba-da-da. So that's how it's written out. Thought it was kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah. All right. There is a dead woman. A dead woman here in Phil Spector's mansion. That doesn't look good. And he comes out and he says, I think I killed somebody. And there's blood all over him. And there's blood on the gun. All right. Now, we're going to go to the night before leading up to this this murder or suicide or whatever it was. This loud bang. We don't know what it is. We haven't even seen the body yet. We're going to actually go through the body and, and all that stuff here in a minute. But let's let's kind of let's kind of go back a little bit and let's travel back about six hours and see how we got here. The chauffeur de Sousa, he started his workday at 1900 hours, which is 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> that is something I'm just not good at. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I can't do most. Why are you laughing? Because it's just something I'm not good at. For all my smarts. It is military such, time. I don't it understand. is the best way to tell time. You never have to. Oh, is it PM or AM? You always know. Anyway. All right. Just just add the AM or PM. I like I don't fucking know at, what to tell you. At 1900 hours, which is 7 PM, DeSousa starts his day at work. He is a chauffeur for Phil Spector, the musical producer that was big. Anyway, he drives this man and several of his guests to, to different places all across Hollywood. First, they went to the grill on the alley he went there to meet his friend Rumi Davis so first he goes here and if you're watching our live stream you can see we're going here the grill on the alley which is probably something that uh, we we can't afford a little uh, restaurant here oh yeah so he goes there he starts his night there he meets a friend Rumi Davis that almost looks like the same restaurant that we went to where the the, the chef yeah dude I was just thinking that honestly yeah I, no I literally was thinking that the chef that cooked his wife Mm-hmm. I don't know why it does kind of look like that for some reason. The one that Natasha ate there. Yep. Like he, she ate the remains of that guy's wife. Yep. Yeah. And now she's trying to like say that she never went there, mm. but she actually consumed some of the sauces that were mixed with woman. <laughs> okay. He starts here. He meets his friend Rumi Davis. This is the grill on the alley. After that, now the chauffeur waits outside. I don't know. I never had a chauffeur. That would be fucking, we should, we should get one for the night. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, then he goes to the place called Trader Vic's. Let's like Trader Joe's? Yeah. But his cousin? Trader his Vic's. cholo cousin. So let's see how uh, far this is from it. So it goes all the way. Jesus Christ. No, that can't be right. There's no way he went all the way the fuck over there. Well, maybe it's <laughs> Yeah, Polynesian restaurant. That's it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I put cool. po- a Polynesian themed restaurant <laughs> in Beverly Hilton. I was like, Beverly Hilton? Wow. What the fuck is that? It's a, in the hotel. Oh, that makes sense. So after the... Damn, that is a long fucking drive. That's a, that's a, that's a big hotel, <laughs> but too. Like, oh, but then he's, but, in, he's, but in California, that's not that far of a drive. Like, everything, take, it takes so everything. long to get everywhere because it's such a big traffic. Trait. And he's yeah. in the limousine, too. So, like, the party is in the limousine, too. You know what I'm saying? So, he's driving. The chauffeur's I mean, driving. <laughs> yeah, he's getting driven around. Now, this is all one night. I mean, can you imagine? This guy's, like, spending thousands of dollars. All right, after that, he goes to Dana, Dana Tana's. So this is on St. Monica. Let's see how far this one is. Santana? Good Lord. <laughs> he drives back. All the way back to Santa Monica. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a lot of mileage on that limousine. A lot of traffic, I'm sure. <laughs> even if it's it, like, even if it's actually probably 15 minutes away, it's probably an hour with and traffic it, over there. And who goes to three fucking restaurants? <laughs> 
Maybe he was hungry. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe there was a long you, wait and he didn't want to go there. You want your cocktails at the Polynesian place. Uh-huh. You want your dinner at the what was it? Italian. The Italian. Absolutely. <laughs> I want some spaghetti and the meatballs. And then so he, he got a dessert and, and after dinner drinks at another restaurant. So this is totally plausible if you had a shit ton of money and all the time in the world. So yeah. most people like us, we do this thing called pre-gaming. <laughs> Shots, 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 shots. We drink here and then bring a flask into the bar. Yeah. They also make bracelets now for women that's like I have one. Tara gave me one for my birthday. There you go. After Dana It's kinda chunky, but it's nice. This whole thing started at seven o'clock PM. So now Eastern Standard Time or Pacific. So now it is around midnight and minus twelve. Minus twelve. They're at they're at Dana Tana's in West Hollywood. And then the chauffeur picks up Phil Spector and a woman, Lana, from what he said, a, quote, a tall, beautiful woman, end quote. And he takes them to House of Blues, mm. which is a uh, nightclub in Hollywood. So let's We've go been there. to a House of Blues when we went to go mm-hmm. see Jimmy, Jimmy World. World. Yeah, so this is, a, this is pretty close to his house, I think. So he drives all the way back over. Jesus fucking hell, man. Is that not a long fucking way? It looks far. <laughs> it does look far. I mean... I mean, it's, this is definitely not a direct route. <laughs> Another reason why I shall never live in California. Everything's so far away. I mean, that's a busy fucking night. He's been to three restaurants and one bar. I mean, is that not a... It's a lot, but it, for someone that is living that lifestyle, totally feasible. feasible. Okay, so I'm, I miss both. For us, it's like, I'm I'm literally like, oh my God, I got to pick up my food for dinner. This is like, oh. No, oh. what's in gin? <laughs> okay. Okay. I, all right, let me make this clear because I kind of misspoke a little bit. Lena, this tall, beautiful woman, was was at the House of Blues. So the chauffeur is going to take both of them. Now, Phil Spector doesn't know this woman. She's just there and they meet. You know, he's got the hair and the coke. So anyway, they get back into the chauffeur's car, the limousine, and then they drive back to the the state, right? Let's see where that shit's at compared to where this is. So here we go. <laughs> Jesus. Well, and then they're back here. So that was at 2 a.m. when they left the House of Blues. So that was a long fucking night. I'm exhausted from doing from doing. Yeah, that. it's like time for bed. What a commute! Yeah. Holy shit. And sitting in the car puts me to sleep. I'm exhausted just looking at the Google Maps. I fall asleep in the car like nobody's business. Hopefully not while you're driving. Well, there has been a time. Oh. <laughs> At 3 a.m., they arrived at the the estate in Grandview, and the chauffeur, like always, the routine is he pulls around back the car. He lets Phil Spector and whoever's in the car. This night, it was a, a woman named Lena Clarkson, and they go out. You know, he opens the door. Good evening, sir. You know, go go bang or whatever. They walk into the, the house, and then the chauffeur gets back into the car, and it's very specific because this guy is very demanding. So the, the chauffeur then pulls around the back of the the mansion and he waits there for exactly 20 minutes 20 minutes not 19 no 20 not minutes 21. like these some of these celebrities are like you know oh my god there's blue m&ms here i only wanted red which i would totally be like if i was a fucking celebrity <laughs> 
and you change it every place you go. No, this uh, time it's the blue. Yeah. All right. You can buy them like that now, so it's not that difficult. Really? Yeah. You can. No, like, that's not. I online. want someone to actually take to each pick one them out. To <laughs> yeah. This is what I want you to do. I want you to dump out a family size bag of M and M's and pick out exactly the brown ones, and I, want, I don't want to eat anything but the brown ones. Just and next like time, I'll planner. only have yeah. No, here's what I would do because I'm such a dick. Since you could buy blue and red, I would tell them to buy all the separate colors and then mix them together and then take out all of them except the blues. Thank God we're not rich and famous. Man, you would be like horrible. Well, way more horrible than you are today. All I'm asking for, all I'm asking for is a freaking boat so I can name a yacht murder to me. Uh-huh. This guy's over here like, I'm going to make them pick out all the M&M colors. We're going to get uh, like a single, like a rowboat. Yes. And that's what, that would be yacht murder to me. I'd be okay with that. All right. At exactly 320. So he drops them off at exactly 0300, which is what, Nicole? Sorry, what time? 0300. Zero. Okay. <laughs> Three o'clock. Good job. Proud of you. Yeah. I was, I was like minus 12. Wait, three. You Like, no, that doesn't work. The chauffeur drops the two off at exactly 0300 and 20 minutes later. So at 320 a.m., the chauffeur gets out of the car, grabs a leather bag that is inscribed on it. P.S. for Phil Spector. Right. And then he hands it to Phil outside of the door. It is routine. Cool they always do abbreviation. that. Yeah. P.S. I'm all I'm now N.P., which is pretty cool. Like N.P. No problem. Yeah, I'm JK. That is a good one, too. No, you're J- not. JC. My middle initial is K. It, 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 I, I think you need to change your last name to Collins with K. A lot of or people, I could be JC just chilling. Well, a lot of people call That's me true. JC. That works. As Jesus Christ, their Lord. I thought you were going to say JC. JC. All right. So, all right. All right. <laughs> Inside this leather bag was a DVD player, a cell phone, personal items, and a pack of blue pills. Oh, like the little blue pill? Yeah, which is what? Viagra. I don't like that. <laughs> like you did. That I just popped like seven Viagra for the story, so Ew. we're gonna get. We're, this is gonna be kind of hard and throbbing. Wait. <laughs> Jeez. Hang on, I need to That's get terrible. some more alcohol. I don't. I don't like that joke. <laughs> do, do you need any more alcohol? I spoke to a police officer who told me the following: Several officers received a radio call to respond to 1700 South Grandview for a possible gunshot heard. Dispatch further advised that the caller's boss had a gun in his hand and a woman was shot inside the residence. Two officers responded to the backside of the residence off Alta Vista and watched the back. The other officers set up a command post at the front of the residence off of Grandview. Arsuza gave them the further information, including a special suspect description. So that was from the, the forensic guy, uh, Dr. Henry Lee. So, all right, let me talk about this Phil Spector for a second. I'm just going to go over his background. It's going to be really quick, okay? Because we're focusing here on the murder or, you know, who who was this dead woman? But I need to at least go over who this guy is. Phil Spector was a, quote, little man with lifts in his shoes, wig on top of his head, and four guns, end quote. That's what one of the, the people in the industry said. So he was born in the Bronx, and he became a guitar player, piano player, at a very early age, and he was considered a musical prodigy, even at an early age. He started playing guitar, and he started a band at 17. Do you know the band's name? The band at 17 years old, he started this band called The Teddy Bears and they hit their one song top one of the Billboard greatest hits. 
1958. The song was called To Know Him Is To Love Him. That was the engraving on his father's tombstone who committed suicide earlier. So this is him right here. Now, let me talk about this really quick. This is the, I'm, I'm not going to dive into this, but Phil Spector is known for his wall of sound. Do you know what a wall of sound is? It's a technique. Now, Phil Spector is known primarily as a producer, not a musician. Even though he's extremely talented as a musician, he is mostly known for his record producing. Is he the one on the left? Yeah. Yeah. Jen, do you know what the wall of sound is? That was his technique and it, it is the thing that made him made him successful. Is it when you can hear sound on both sides of your head? No, that's called stereo or in your case, schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty funny, actually. I mean, like, if it wasn't about Jen. I know, it's okay. I'll take it. It's fine. The technique, now he's a producer. It is really a technique of the time. Back then, None of the time. back then, there was pretty much only mono recordings, which do you understand the difference between mono and, and stereo? What yes. Jen said. So mono is mostly used for podcasting. I don't use it. I use stereo because I'm fucking, you know, my favorite murder <laughs> is stereo. So I do that. Anyway, so stereo is, and it's not going to sound, you're not going to be able to tell with this. Like, let's say a guitar is on the left side and and the drums are on the right side. Stereo, you can hear out of both ears the position of where all the instruments and singers are in the studio. Right. Can I ask a question? That that makes it more of a immersive experience. Yes. Like, for example, what I meant, but you can hear on both sides, like, for example, the song Green Eyed Lady, like um, how it plays. It and goes and it goes through your brain. You're out the. That's well, what I was talking about when I meant on both sides. But it's you. it's actually well, like it's how they record. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. It, that's, and it sounds like it's going through your head and the, it's the coolest thing ever the reason but that's you, recording in stereo the reason you don't so in, if it was mono you would hear the same thing in both the, the exact same thing which our podcast is like that ours is dual stereo so it's stereo signal in both ears now and stereo being all right so if i'm over here if it's, it's going to be more of your right ear hearing it i know what you mean like certain it. songs if you were to hear like take your headphone away like this yeah. Or you would not hear certain notes. Yeah, exactly. No, all I'm talking about is that specific example. It like sounds like it's going through your but body. But it's because certain things are only playing. It's because it's recorded. In right. Or like, for example, like when Lady Gaga's song, um, Just Dance. Have psychotic, sick, hypnotic. Well, now they, now they now they do like it. It's going back and forth. Yeah. And that, that, and that is because it's and it's stereo. truly going back and forth in the right. left and right. Well, it's two different recordings. It's not just the one lyric. Right. And it's playing. One is only going in the left. Yeah. One's All right. So We're tell me about the same this. Thing. Okay. The reason most podcasts recorded in mono is because if we're talking on the microphones and then you move your head and your sound gets picked up more on the left side than the right side, that's not good for people who, let's say, are at work and just listening with one earphone or whatever. That's why you have to have the same kind of sound in both ears. But I want to say Phil Spector did not record in stereo. He abhorred the use of stereo. He thought it was a, an abomination when that method of recording came out and he did used, he think it 
it was too non-traditional? Like, no, he thought it was it was fake, which it kind of is. So stereo, it, it's like a fake immersive experience. Like, mm-hmm. okay, but it's not real. He used this thing called the wall of sound for his, which in all of his, you know, the uh, all the artists he produce, produces with, he'll be in a studio and he'll layer several instruments. Let's say there's one guitar player for a band. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're playing this one riff. Well, let's, fi- let's call in five more guitar players and all play that same thing at the same time it gives us this uh this bigger dimension of sound and he does that with every instrument so he'll have it's like a chorus but with yeah exactly yeah so for singers and if you hear like the ronette song and stuff like that and the tina turners and stuff back in the day it it, there's a reason tina turner are not in the same period he produced for tina Turner. well i'm saying like what what phil Spector produced you can tell because it's it's like right there but that's because it's so much sound and he would actually do this weird thing he would only record at the the los angeles gold star studio because it had this large echo chamber oh. and here i'm going to show you kind of uh what i'm talking about with this it's kind of crazy so here's the the studio you see it's very large and it the sound will bounce off everywhere which normally is not a good thing you wouldn't want that but he had a different technique of doing it with this studio and that was he would set up hundreds of microphones he would let the instruments play he would let the singer sing and he wouldn't capture the sound he would actually let them sing let it reverb send it into a microphone and then send it back out the signal back out into the echo chamber again and then once it bounces back again that's when he'll record it to tape so i mean unless you're an audiophile you're really not going to notice it but you can definitely tell if you are some of the really old songs that he produced were mastered at a different level than than others. They they just sounded like they were just right there. And at the time, that was revolutionary. You know, this was like before stereo, like I said, and stereo is kind of like a cop out or whatever. This was revolutionary at the time. And now it's not, which is kind of why he washed out, right? Because hmm. once stereo and stuff like that, and then, you know, he puts out this technique and people copy it and now everyone can kind of do it. You know what I'm saying? He's not re- really a musician. He's a producer. Right. But still, you would think he... Well, uh, okay, never mind. He He's a producer, so if everyone wants to go the stereo route, he's on his own. People are like, oh, I want to go with cutting edge. Well, but yeah, because think about it. If you're, it. if you're a band... I get it. If yeah. you're a band, okay, you got to hire 10 guitar players to do a layer sound. Like, okay, I mean... So by the time this, a lot of money. this breaks, he is on the outs in the music industry. Well, no, during this time, he was the biggest thing in music. Now, but th- this only lasted for like 20 years. But I'm talking about during this time 2003 yeah okay. he's he's washed out okay does that make sense got it technique wise the software nowadays with the computers like for instance if i there's like there's plugins and software that i can make it sound like the whole abbey road freaking album if i wanted to you know what i'm saying like things are just so advanced nowadays like you don't need a producer like this anymore because you're not going to be able to tell really unless you're a, an audiophile and you're just sitting there with these thousand dollar headphones does that make sense anyway yeah. mm-hmm. so he produced records for tina turner share the Ramones and, and more people. He even produced the Beatles Imagine album. That's John Lennon. That's not the yeah, Beatles. Yeah, the John Lennon. Um, Sorry, I, I as a Beatles fan, I have to correct. That's well, a so, big accolade yeah. though for like, that's a big album yeah. to have yeah. under his belt. Yeah, the Imagine album is like one of the most sold. The The real title, the extended Don't title. Don't do it. I know you're gonna make a joke. I'm n- He's not. I'm not. There's The extended title is Imagine If We Made Decent Music.
music. <laughs> Why did you believe in him? Yeah, what the for fuck? That? Like, bro, there's an extended title. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like, can't believe you, Jen, that you think he would compliment your most idolized it didn't sound musician like a com- of all time. It didn't sound like a compliment. It sounded like a fact. Because I thought he would would not sacrifice the dignity of his podcast to make a joke at the expense of the Beatles. The Beatles uh, blow the, dick, it wasn't even the Beatles. It was just John Lennon. John Lennon. He is one of the greatest musicians of no, all time. Yoko Ono is the greatest musician. <laughs> no. Oh my God. Listen, no. Don't, okay. but, but John Lennon, John Lennon produced, I'm, I'm not like, arguing. let me do a face off. No, no, no. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. John Lennon produced that album. No, he, he didn't. Phil Spector I, I mean, produced I mean, it. <laughs> that was John Lennon. He wrote, he, he, he was the writer. John, I sorry, this is a champagne talk. No, that was John Lennon's album. That wasn't a Beatles album. That was after the Beatles had broken up already. One right. of the greatest musicians of all time. And his message. You know who is a great musician? Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. You know he produced. Keep going. He wrote Symphony of it Destruction. It is my birthday. I decree it. <laughs> oh, tis, on tis this day, proclaimed. Tis what she proclaimed. On this day, the anniversary of her birth, she decreed <laughs> that he shall stop. She Yes. If I'm going to pull it once today, it's for that. All if right. we get a, a decree on our birthday, I want to start doing that now that we get right. one decree. Let me get a stamp. That's the last I'm talking about, Phil Spector, right? Okay. Let's talk about the victim and then let's go the horrible way her body was found. I know that's what you want to do anyway. So I'm here for the gruesome. Yes. Lena Clarkson, she is an actress. She was the one that was found dead on the marble floor. She was Marilyn Monroe inspired. However, she was over 40 and I guess in Hollywood. That's so. You done. I would be an old broad at 30. 40 is a new 30 in Hollywood. But I mean, Hollywood actors are older than we are and they're yeah, still but they beautiful. Can, they can also afford thousands and thousands and thousands. I'd rather of be natural. Surgery. Like, I'd rather be natural than look plastic. And bumpers. So, this is you her right here. You don't need any of that. You gorgeous. This is her right here, Lena Clarkson. She is most known for her roles in B movies. She kind of looks like Michelle Pfeiffer. Night, she was in Night writer who's the boss the a-team more like busy phillips to me and older busy and she, phillips. she actually does appear topless if you see my search history i i looked it up she does do a topless role <laughs> Just kidding. isn't there a what there's a website <laughs> that you can look up any movie to see where the top yeah mr skin are. yeah where where the where the nips are i think b-rated movie actress however she was a very hard worker she was past her prime and in hollywood that means she's not going to get the roles, the top roles anymore. She started doing pinups, which now, it's literally now, and I'm not making a joke, it is literally the equivalent of doing OnlyFans at this point. Once you hit that point, or being a stripper or something, once you hit that point, you can't really go back. I'm not trying to make a joke, but a famous actress or an actress, inspiring actress, she goes down that road, you know what I'm saying? And now it's kind of... Show a tit or some vag, and now you're in a whole new ball game. So You don't have to show your tits or your vag you can go to feetfinder.com and sell pictures of your feet. I think I'm missing out. A, I feel like I'm leaving dollars on the table by not on Feet Finder. <laughs> Lena Clarkson. Now, she would. She was a hustler. I, I definitely admire her because she was always networking. You always knew she was in the room. She was always talking to this person, that person. Oh, Phil Spector's here. Let me talk to her. She's networking. But she wasn't She wasn't afraid to take even the the, the waitress jobs or, or whatever. She'll do little, little car washes and stuff like that. She was a hustler.
wrestler. And it's just so sad that she was past her prime. But honestly, from being a content creator for all these years, I, I started to realize that you, you really have to be the first in whatever you do. So if you're trying to be like Marilyn Monroe, you know, there was already a Marilyn Monroe. Does that make sense? So you're not going to actually get to that same height as her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Speaking there's of- al- already a My Favorite Murder. Like why? <laughs> yeah. But speaking- <laughs> why bother? <laughs> speaking of Marilyn Monroe, did you guys know that they released a bunch of, uh, they declassified a bunch more of the JFK documents? More? Since the summer? Mm-hmm. Just recently. <laughs> On February 4th, the day after the killing, authorities searched Clarkson's website where they learned of her ad- admiration of Marilyn Monroe. This is not to imply, she wrote in one posting, that I wish to live the sort of lonely, narcotic, shrouded existence she did. What I love about her is her essence, her work, and her commitment to it. I have been blessed to work in an extremely difficult industry, but my opinion have not even begun to reach my full potential. I have a I have a pounding in my head against plexiglass ceiling trying to break through to a completely different level for a while now. God willing, this is the year it will happen. Keep your eye out for a new quality of work from Miss Clarkson. Interesting that she used the term plexiglass ceiling. Does that mean because it was harder for her to break through than the regular glass ceiling because glass is more fragile than plexiglass? Yeah, like I said, she's over 40 and apparently that's the thing in Hollywood. All right, let's talk about her body because she wanted to be famous and I get this story really isn't that famous. It's crazy, you know? But anyway, let's talk about how her body was. The police get there. Oh, got it. I thought you meant like in general while she was alive. I'm like, why are we talking about that? Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about her, her, her corpse. Let's talk about her corpse. So the police get at the house. We're going back to the house of the night. The chauffeur actually jumped in Phil's car and he drove down out the gate. He actually called the secretary, Phil Spector's secretary first, asked why he did that is because he didn't know the, the, the house address. And But she didn't pick up anyway. Then he immediately called the police. They get there and there's this whole weird thing we're going to go over about him not wanting to uh, give himself up to be arrested. We're going to go over that. But Lena, she was sitting on a chair, dead, no pulse. Her body was from what the uh, forensic pathologist in the coroner would later surmise. The body was actually moved there and positioned. Quote, blood had drained from her ears, mouth, and nose. That her skin was cool to the touch and that she showed no signs of life, end quote. That's what the emergency tech said. So she was shot, that one gunshot, by the body. There was a small caliber revolver a with a brown wooden handle and it laid next to her calf. And this is this is the, the photo here. I'll put these on talkmer.com if you want to describe that. Um, it looks like she's wearing stockings, like tights, uh, and that's along her leg. So let me let me go back for a second. Let me have you think about this. What did the chauffeur see when Phil Spector opened the door? Legs. Well, yeah, that Blood. yeah. But what was Phil Spector holding? A gun. A gun. But yet the gun is right here. Well, that's oh. weird. Exactly. Are there two different <laughs> guns? Gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. Oh, yes, we both wore the gun for the gun. Chicago. This is the gun right here. It is a beautiful gun. It reminds me of a lot of the 44 caliber, but this is a small caliber right here. This is a 38 special. It's a Colt Cobra. It's got a snub nose barrel, which is reminds me of the 30 uh, of the 44. I think this is a beautiful 
beautiful looking gun. You see the rounds it's tiny. Here. Yeah, a little sh- short. The, yeah, exactly. I it's, feel like that's one that ladies would keep in their purses. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But 38 Special, it's, it's a pretty, it'd, it'd kill you. I mean, Hold obviously. Hold on, loosely. <laughs> this is the Colt Cobra right here. As you see, there are five live rounds right here and then one spent round. This is a six shooter revolver with one round spent. Okay, so that's the actual murder weapon right there. Now, this is another photo of her and the gun, kind of a... Mary Jane's I was just going to say that. She's got what? Mary, Mary Jane's. Jane's. The type of shoe. Yeah, she does. I actually wrote that. Yeah. Mar- Black Mary Jane shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's. Well, I don't understand it's what that the, was. It's where the strap is. It's where the strap is. Not around the ankle, but across <clears throat> the foot. Yes. I was like, hopefully these women know what the fuck that is. You know what? I used to wear saddle shoes when I was in school. Right. Not in high school, but like in elementary school. My mom got me saddle shoes. Did you wear that thing that Tom Hanks wore in uh, Forrest Gump with the legs? <laughs> <laughs> you mean like <laughs> wow that's, that's Did you? terrible why would you assume that because i'm not oh, smart shit, like true? forrest gump forrest gump was smart i mean in his in his own way like a box of chocolate smart so this is uh some of the photos i'm g- kind of going over here this is the foyer where she was found oh, oh look at red carpet gross carpet this is i mean this was in 2003 it's like now, they wanted it to be a red carpet yeah all like the time. yeah like the emmys but or the oscars yeah. at your house i, I don't like that i do want to say that so this is 2003 that house phil specter bought for 1.1 million which is a lot of money to us but is it to you know like a a, a movie star when it depends on it? how in much you have in your bank 1998 for but 1 these, million yeah yeah 1 million that's still like that's like and, it's and probably it's, a three to four million dollar house but today, it's right? not but the location is not in hollywood right it, it's actually so he actually said a I'd quote about it's it. probably like six million dollars today you think yeah because of the crime and also because of inflation i'd say that's probably a one million oh, house considering the crime. a one million a one million dollar house back then in the 80s in california is probably equivalent to me the price that i bought my house for that's cray in an interview with esquire magazine about the house he said quote a beautiful and enchanting castle in a hick town where there is no place to go that you shouldn't go end quote the ca- the, the castle he called it the castle the pyrenees castle it was built in 1926 i mean obviously that carpet's terrible mm, and look carpet deep. in the uh bathroom don't like that i want a red oh, toilet red toilet oh, dear don't like it no. i mean when we bought this house it if had you, carpet in the bathroom if you have bloody shit i hate that word why do i say that <laughs> and the bath the toilet in it over here had a wooden toilet seat did you know no i didn't oh it was bad this house was a this house was oogly yeah it was oogly you've done so much to it. this house you know i'm getting toilets for christmas that's a good gift i don't regret the new toilets that we have gotten you are you gonna poop in them because Jen? you know like there's something to be said about the appropriate height of a toilet yeah okay, i'm right, getting can, chair can height we, can we, i have literally i have tiny toilets i know you uh, do that sounds like a personal will, problem it, all right it will make a world of a difference i know this, my, my back home we have regular sized toilets I'm telling you all there made it. there was blood there was blood on the grip and the trigger guard but as you see here oh wait you can't see the blood right here oh a little bit yeah man this red carpet's gotta go but yeah you can see the blood here too bad it wasn't like blood red 
It's just red, red. I feel like you would still be able to see blood stains on that carpet. So there was blood on the grip and the trigger guard and the right side of the cylinder. The location of the blood is going to be important. She was pronounced dead at 625 a.m. So this beautiful actress, a little over 40, couldn't really jumpstart her career again. Goes to Phil Spector's house. A few hours later, boom, a blast goes off. She's dead. So did he do it or not? That's what we're going to decide. Tune in tomorrow morning for part two and hear the shocking conclusion of this Hollywood murder. Visit us on the World Wide Web at talkmurder.com to see the uncensored evidence photos from this case.